You are listening to the Health and Success Hour with Dr. Diane A. Thompson and friends. Join us each week right here on Atlanta's incredible radio, WIGO AM 1570, Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for information to keep you healthy, wealthy, and wise. For more information, contact Dr. Diane A. Thompson at www.drdianethompson.com. On today's show is Jonathan. Jonathan, is your last name pronounced Pasley? Yeah, Pasley. Pasley, I got it. I got it right. <laughs> and and actually, this is um, I'm looking forward to this discussion because um, I met you years ago. You probably don't remember this. We met, uh huh. <laughs> so I I went to medical school at the University of Maryland in Baltimore. And I was, um, I participated in Toastmasters and oh. I was competing at the Baltimore VA. Wow. And, and you were there. This was many years ago. Yes. And, and we were introduced because back then, so you'll share with me now, share with our listeners actually, uh, if you're still doing any of this, but back then you were, um, uh, doing websites and stuff like that. And someone yeah. thought, you know, if in the future I needed, uh, help with that, that you were the person for that. So, wow. so that was a while back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was probably what eight, at least eight years it, ago. It's been a while. <laughs> you see? As, and, and it's actually a good thing because, um, you know, sometimes I will meet people and they'll say, I met you years ago and blah, blah, blah. And I, I'll think to myself, I hope I was nice to that person. Yeah, so right, in right. case you're wondering, you were really nice. <laughs> Okay, good, good. All good. right. So are, are you still doing the websites? What, what was, what's your business right now? What do you do? Yeah, yeah sure. So yeah, we, we've evolved definitely. We still do websites. Um, so my company, PDR Web Solutions, um, we think of us almost like as a full-time marketing department for small businesses. Um, so we go into a small business and really sit down with them, meet with them, kind of get where they are in regards to where their marketing is mm-hmm. and what kind of results that they're getting from their marketing and, um, and then get from them where are they looking to go? You know, how many more sales, leads, new customers that they're looking to, you know, get on a monthly or weekly basis. And then uh, we chart out a plan to get them there and then implement everything so that, you know, that includes website design, you know, search engine optimization, you know, Google AdWords, social media, all that. All that. That's good great. Stuff. So, yeah, That's great. Thanks. A lot of uh, small businesses out there may be looking for uh, this kind of service. And if they are, where would they locate you? Sure. So we're all over the internet, as we should be, right? <laughs> but uh, they can always go to uh, www.pdrwebsolutions.com. Uh, it's our website, the company website, or just even Google my name, Jonathan Pasley, and uh, you know they can they can follow the trail. I'm all over all over Google, so uh, <laughs> uh, they can go to my website or, or even my my personal site, JonathanPasley dot com too as well, and and inquire there. Wonderful. So so as I said, that's what I 
had come to know you, uh, know about you as, as this kind of business. And then a few months ago, I was on, I think it was YouTube. I generally will um, check out some of the YouTube videos. And I saw a video that you shared about something that you were going through, a change that had occurred in your life. Um, I believe it had happened in 2016. And I think what I was impressed with was, um, you know, how you were handling things. As I said to you, I, I am a physician by training. Um, I take care of patients in a rehabilitation unit and patients who have gone through different things. And I've often seen where you'll have some people who will go through something and they'll just curl up and basically want to die. And sometimes they've gone through so much that you, you understand it. And then there's just this other group of people who um, it's, it's difficult, but they keep going. Yeah. You know, you, you wonder where they get the source of inspiration or strength, but they keep going. And whenever I see that, I often like talking with those people because I feel like it's a process and it's a process that can be shared to someone else who's struggling. So, Let's go back and have you share with us what what happened, what changed, what health, uh, <laughs> what changed in your health last year? Yeah, sure. So one day I'm in the office, um, late working late in the office. I guess like any uh, any entrepreneur, right? <laughs> working late in the office, and um, you know, you know, you have something kind of like in the, the back of your throat. Um, so I had something back, but I, I clear it up and I spit it out, and, and there's blood in it. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of weird. So I, I did it again to see if I could duplicate it, and same thing, blood in it. Um, and, um, you know, the hardworking entrepreneur I am, I'm like, okay, well, back to work, all right? <laughs> so so let, let's pause for a moment. So yeah. this, this is lesson number one. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. You, Absolutely. You call for blood. You don't just go back to work. Okay. You sh yes, you should go back <laughs> should to work. Go though. back to work. Go investigate that because that is yes. not normal. All no, right. not at all. So all right. I, sit, I sit back down. I go back to work. But, but then, you know, the... My wife in the back of my head, you know, says, you know what, no, Jonathan, you should perhaps go home just in case there's, you know, anything wrong or getting sick or whatever it may be. So thank, thank goodness for wives, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness for wives. So I pack up and, um, and, I, and I head out of the office. There's one other person there. I say, you know, you know I'll, I'll see you later. And as I'm walking out the office, I feel a little nauseous. Mm. I'm like, ah, oh, well. I'm only like five minutes from home. I'll just, and maybe just go home. But something tells me no and just go to the bathroom real quick, just in case. So I, um, I go to the bathroom and, um, I feel more nauseous. I call my wife and as soon as she picks up, I start throwing up nothing but blood. Oh, wow. Now nothing prior to this, you had never had anything like this. Absolutely nothing. Wow. I mean, when I say no pains, no, I mean, I would go to the gym every day. I would uh, go to uh, Bikram or Bikram yoga or hot mm -hmm. yoga on the weekends. Mm -hmm. I ate pretty healthily. I mean, I, you know, nothing. There were no signs of anything mm -hmm. prior to this. Um, not even in, during, in the beginning of the day. I didn't feel any kind of way. I didn't feel tired, nothing. Um, it just suddenly hit me. And, um, you know, when you're, you're throwing up nothing but blood, you're shocked at the right. same time. It's right. like, whoa, what, you know, what is this? 
Um, so, you know, long story did, short. Did it hit you that this could be something really serious or was it just surreal? Like, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm a young man. I'm throwing up blood. It must be nothing. Like, did it really hit you that this has to be something really serious? All of the above. <laughs> Everything. And there's so many thoughts that are going through your mind. Like, am I bleeding to death? Am I dying? No, can't be. I'm healthy. Mm -hmm. What is this? It is something I ate. Do I have some kind of, you know, illness that no one's ever heard of? I mean, all a thousand different thoughts are going through your mind mm -hmm. in just a couple of seconds. Um, and, you know, so I'm throwing up, and I mean, nothing blood. And um, afterwards, I throw up. I feel a little bit better, right? And I'm not a hospital guy, but when you throw up pools of blood, I think there's an exception there. <laughs> I, I, I would so, agree. Uh, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, at the same time, my, and, and when I start throwing up blood, my, you know, my wife, that's when she picks up. So all she hears in the background is me throwing up blood. Oh. Um, at the time, we, we just had a, um, we had our, our, our firstborn, our, a boy, um, mm -hmm. my son, he was two months old. Oh, wow. So she packs him in the car and she, her, she's, you know, worried to death. She, you know, comes to the office and, um, you know, I'm there and, and then, you know, we go to the, the hospital. Um, and then, you know, long story short, you, you wait there for however many hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However many hours after me throwing up blood, but, uh, you wait there and, you know, the doctor, you know, they, they go see him and, and uh, they, I go to see them and, and, uh, and doctor says, Oh, well, you know, most likely it's an ulcer, you know, it's, it's common amongst business owners, you know, stress and all that, you know, we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll do an endoscopy, you know, go in there and, you know, just patch things up. You should be fine. No need to worry. I said, okay. And, and how did you so, feel with that, with that explanation? You felt like, okay, this is, or were you still thinking there's something more? I, you know, I felt okay with that. I was like, no, that's, you know, okay. That okay. they, you know, they're doctors and they know what they're talking about. Yeah. That's probably an ulcer because I couldn't pinpoint anything else because it's not like I was, you know, sick before or had issues with nothing. So this right. just kind of came out of anywhere the way they explained it. I was like, okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Um, so, you know, they uh, stayed overnight. I stayed overnight. I was saying in, in the morning, they, they did the endoscopy and it puts you to sleep. Mm -hmm. I was a little nervous about that because, again, I'm a pretty healthy guy, so I'm not. I mean, I never even had any surgeries before, <laughs> so uh, you know they, they put me to sleep. And, and, um, and next thing I know is I I wake up. You know, you're I'm out of it. It almost seems like a dream. Mm -hmm. And I see my wife there and my two month old son. They and my wife looks very concerned, worried. Mm. And I see like doctors rushing around. And at that time, you know, I felt that something wasn't right. Something's not right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, at that moment, I just, I prayed to God and I said, you know, God, please don't take me away from my wife and my two month old son. Yeah. And, um, and that's all I can remember. And then I guess I went back to sleep <laughs> and, um, then I woke up again. And, um, so, uh, I felt a little different, but <laughs> you know, I'm all about mindset mm -hmm. and because I knew that something wasn't right. I, I told my wife and I told my wife to tell the doctors, everyone don't tell me what happened. Give me some time. 
Really? Know, just give me some time. Huh. Yeah, I said, don't, don't let me know what happened. Okay. So in my mind, it was an endoscopy, whatever it was, they took care of it, I'm fine, and that's that, right? Um, so actually for two days, mm-hmm. I'm in the hospital afterwards, didn't know. Didn't know. Didn't and, know what and happened. And you were okay with that. Wow. I, I am I the very opposite. Fine. I'm the very opposite. <laughs> like, I want to know, so I know exactly what I need to do. Maybe it's my need to control things. I don't know. But, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Two days. I'm fine. And it's funny because now that I look back, um, because everyone else knew, like my family, mm-hmm. friends knew, doctors mm-hmm. knew. Mm-hmm. So when they come in, they looked like they looked concerned and worried and sad. And but but like, you were in so that ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, why are they so sad? Come on, guys. It's oh, just a little boy. hospital visit. You it's know? good so, that we can <laughs> laugh about it right now. <laughs> you yes. Know? <laughs> Good All right, so at, at what now, point but... did we come out of that uh, that ignorance bliss? Like, what happened? So here's the funny thing. The person that did the surgery, um, the, the the doctor that yeah, did the surgery, and I'll, I'll get more into what the surgery was about, mm-hmm. was one of my clients. And oh, he's wow. actually one, yeah, <laughs> and he's actually one of the top surgeons um, in the U.S., um, so it's just funny how it all works together. And um, when he, when my name came across his desk, he mm-hmm. said it was it basically him. It was him and his partner, and his partner did the surgery. Mm-hmm. But you know, they tag team as far as you know their their patients go. And um, you know, so when his paperwork, or my paperwork, came across his desk, he's like, "No way, Jonathan. Jonathan's super healthy. Goes right. to the gym. He does, there's no way." It's like he literally had to come upstairs and and like. Verify it was actually me. And, and um, so he was the one that told me. Um, he said, Hey, Jonathan, you know what? Um, here's what happened. You know, you had a tumor on your stomach that burst. Um, and you're basically bleeding to death. Um, and we found other tumors, not only on your stomach, but also on your liver. Um, so, you know, the surgeon went in and, and removed all those, those tumors. And um, now we're testing it to see if it's cancerous. And, um, you know, when you hear cancer, of course, us, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, yeah. you're like, uh, you're, you're devastated. Just, what? You know, um, yeah. it hit me a little bit, but it didn't hit me fully until the follow up visit. So yeah, I had to follow up after I got to the hospital, I had to follow mm-hmm. up with an oncologist doctor specializes in basically cancer right and mm-hmm. um this doctor he didn't have the best bedside manners maybe he which is ironic isn't it isn't it considering Very. that he's an oncologist and they're the ones sort of giving this kind of news right so you would think this is a yeah. person who would be trained the best uh in in bedside good bedside manners wow you would think so, but I think yeah. it's because maybe they, they do it so often. It's just kind of, yeah, you know, okay, that's this, never, this is what it is. never an excuse in my book. I, I, yeah. I agree. <laughs> but the way he explained to me, he said, Hey, Jonathan, look, um, I've got a conference in 15 minutes, so I'm just going to tell it to you straight. Oh, um, look, you've got cancer. Um, and the, you know, when we, we, we took the tumors out, they were cancerous. Um, because it spread to your, your liver and it wasn't in one area, you got stage four cancer. 
Um, oh so God. here's what we're going to do. Here's, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on this, this medicine, uh, this, this chemo medicine. And, um, yeah, there's side effects and things like that. But if you don't take it, well, bad things are going to happen to you, Jonathan. And, you and know, so, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm actually hoping that he watches this episode. <laughs> I, I so hope so too. <laughs> learns because I'm sure you're not the only patient who's had this experience. No, probably not. No. Yeah. Um, and so his, you know, then after that, he basically left and he neglected to really answer any of my wife's questions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my wife, she, she had like a health degree, health management degree. So she kind of knows like, some of the lingo and what doctors write on, on paperwork. And, um, the, the Can doctor, you imagine a patient though, who does not have that kind of, advocate or someone like that in their, you know, in their corner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and on the paperwork, they put, um, I forget the exact terminology, but I, I want to say was um, basically almost to the fact of, you know, give a medicine just to make like palliative, palliative type of, and, and we took that to oh, mean wow. basically like, you know, just keep them, you know, without pain until he dies. Right. Basically. And, right. And, and you know, my wife broke this down to me, so more devastation. And then, yeah. uh, and then the you know the uh, the doctor's oncologist nurse, she comes in and she now explains this medicine to me, and all these side effects. She said, "Oh, this is might happen, and this, you know, you're you're um, uh, you might get nauseous all the time. Mm-hmm. You got to stay out the sun. You're gonna get skin burn, and you know, you you, you might die from it." And <laughs> I mean, she just goes through all the. You know, you, oh, you have a you have a son. Oh, you're going to be radioactive, so you don't want to touch him. And she just went. I mean, she scared the you know living daylights out of me just from explaining mm-hmm. the medicine to me. So, and God. and you know, it is important that she shares the different side effects and all the precautions you need to take. But there's certainly a way to do it where it's a kinder, gentler way without you feeling so you know afraid. You know? Yeah, I was yeah. terrified, absolutely wow. terrified. Um, so walking out of that, I'm a positive person, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty strong-willed, but walking out of that doctor's office, you know, I basically felt like life was over. Wow. You, know? <laughs> you know, the way the way that they they explain things, mm-hmm. and it was devastating. Now here I am, at the time of 29, mm-hmm. um, I'm weeks away from my 30th birthday. You know, I, I just had, uh, you know, my son two months ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, married, I've, I've got all these, you know, things seem to be going well and then boom, you know, yeah. you, you get slapped with cancer and, and, you know, you hear stories, you hear people, you know, getting diagnosed with cancer and, you know, but I think most people never realize that they'll, they'll get it themselves, that that's right. possible, you know, to get right. that close to home um especially when when you're young and healthy it's not certainly not something most people are thinking about yeah no not at all um how are you doing today you know i'm doing well i'm doing well it's it's been a journey um so since the diagnosis it was april of 2016 so Mm -hmm. a little bit over a year Mm -hmm. and um it's it's been quite a journey and I wouldn't take back the journey for anything. Wow. Yeah. And it, you know, you, you hear cancer, someone getting diagnosed with cancer. Oh, it's horrible. And, 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 but 
I actually am thankful for it um, just because of it changed me who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. It, it allowed me to really understand what is important in life. Um, you know, for me, faith is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, faith in God. Jesus that's, and- that's something I was actually going to ask you because I've often found that people who do well with these devastating uh, diagnoses or conditions, they tend to have some kind of strong faith. And it doesn't say you have to be religious, but yeah. um, they tend to believe in something bigger than themselves. And uh, that's part of the thing that helped them through, as well as good support system. We've seen that to be helpful as well. Yeah. And then it's, I honestly don't, I can't see how you would get through something like this without faith. Um, and a support system. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's possible because, yeah, cancer has its physical uh, aspects to it. But me personally, I think it's more of a mental battle than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm strongly convinced that anybody that's been diagnosed with cancer would agree with me. <laughs> the mental battle is is the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of challenges that you, you really have to overcome. Um, And one of them, I think, is probably the the most self-explanatory is is death. I mean, I've spoken to, and even in my own experience, you know, from time to time, you you think, like, is today the last day? You know, Mm -hmm. am I going to die tonight? Am I I not going to wake up tomorrow? Um, So you need need a support system. For me, uh, faith was very, very important. And for me during this, uh, the last, you know, 12, 14 months, it's definitely, uh, deepened my faith and, and, and strengthened my relationship, you know, with God. And, and I've seen him show up many, many, many times, um, throughout the process. And it was very important for me for him to show up and, and give me different signs because they're hard times. You know, they're hard times. Mm-hmm. You see some different symptoms. You go through different, um, physical changes. You know, for me, Mm-hmm. they had to cut out 75% of my stomach. Oh, wow. So um, I would eat, you know, a chicken wing and I would, I would be stuffed like, Oh, I'm about to throw up stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I lost like 40, 50 pounds mm. of weight. And, and I wasn't really a big guy to begin with. Right. <laughs> I do remember so, that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I looked, I looked pretty, you know, pretty skinny, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I noticed it, you know, uh, I've, check the scale every day and it, mm-hmm. if anything it would go down you know <laughs> um you know so the the, the weight loss and mm-hmm. some people have the, the hair loss if it's depending on what type of chemo they're, they're going through um or are you still going through treatment i mean what is the is this an ongoing uh treatment for you or at this point or are you just being monitored sure so i'll give you some a quick run through. So the first 12 months after I was diagnosed, I, I decided to go the holistic route. Mm. And, um, and one of the reasons why is because the oncologist and the, the nurse, um, scared the living daylights on me from the mm. med with the medicine. And I was like, no way. Um, we're holistic route. We're going that route. And, um, so I did a number of things. Um, I, you know, I, I, I did Gerson's therapy. Some people may have heard of. I've done yeah. a ketogenic diet, a paleo diet. I've done the supplements with um, uh, 
uh, black seed oil and high doses of turmeric. And I, I should bring you back on the show just to go through some of that stuff because, you know, yeah. this is a, a real thing where um, we do see patients who've been diagnosed and uh, they decide to go that route. Um, I have my thoughts on that, even though I'm traditionally trained as a physician. Yeah, I have uh, no issues with people incorporating some of those things in their treatment, but I do believe that many times when they, um, when that's all they do, they put themselves at risk. That's that's my take on that. So I've seen people go that route and then they come back, or I've seen people do both, which yeah. I actually think optimally that's the way you know incorporating both things. But um, so you did that for the first twelve months, you said. Yeah, first 12 months, and, um, you know, I'd have to agree with your <laughs> your view. Um, now, for some people, it may work. You, mm-hmm. may, you may go the holistic route, and it, and it mm-hmm. cures whatever you're, you know, going through. Um, but it, it does put you at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it the holistic route just solely doesn't, in my opinion, mm-hmm. doesn't work for everyone. Um, and not for every, and let's say specifically for cancer, doesn't work for every type of cancer because they're right. all different types of cancers. So that's something you really have to, to um, consider. Um, so for me, during the 12 months, things still grew slowly, mm-hmm. um, but they were still growing. Right. Um, so right at the 12-month mark, um, they grew to the point where I had to go back to the hospital and because uh, I had some stomach pains mm-hmm. and... Um, and tumor was growing on my, the tumor was growing on my, uh, liver, liver. It's okay. only includes the liver. Okay. Um, so at this point, you know, I felt that it was definitely time for your traditional medicine and time for the, the, the chemo pill, um, the equivalent of And, um, they didn't really have to convince me. I was like, let, let's order it. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's just start taking it. Uh, because at that time, at 12 months, again, I, I, I went through a lot of different... You, you're giving things a chance, right? I, I gave them right. the chance. And mm-hmm. uh, so I said, okay, well, let's let's just go with, with the glee back. And um, that was April of... So it's literally, it was literally exactly 12 months mm. from me being in the hospital the first time. And mm-hmm. the second time, exactly 12 months later, I was back in the hospital. So... Um, so April. I'm curious about this though. So for that 12 months when you weren't having traditional treatment, did the oncologist ever reach out to you and say, Hey, you were here a year ago. Um, we're trying to see, making sure you didn't get lost, you know, in the cracks, what's going on. No, <laughs> no, oh, we wow. didn't. It's, oh, wow. um, so hmm. we, we ended up going to another oncologist and, um, and, to be honest, they weren't any better either um, because we went to them and I, you know, at the time I said, Hey, we're really looking to go the holistic route and, you know, with guidance from you guys, but with the CT scans and Mm -hmm. the monitor and so we're doing. Mm -hmm. And when when we met with that doctor the first time, once he heard that we were deciding to go the holistic route, we literally never saw him again. And he pushed on, um, Basically, uh, I think you got in the, in the industry terms a resident, mm-hmm. um, someone who was still I guess, going, not going through medical well, school, but going through their training, their, their training. Uh-huh. And I think she just maybe just finished that and was, uh, and she was just finishing that when we first saw the doctor. And then mm-hmm. the second time we saw um, 
uh, it was supposed to be him. It was really just her. Mm-hmm. And then and I think she just switched to being a doctor, but she was still being unmonitored by uh, like the head doctor. Um, but we never saw that doctor again. He, I, mm-hmm. Me personally, I think he didn't want to waste some time on us mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and if she, he was just, which you think that would have been the opportunity to, um, you know, speak with you and, and hear what you have to say and, guide you you know yeah. once you're going through that i mean that would be a great opportunity to do that wow. yeah it would have been but yeah no he just I never saw him again and um the you know even to the date of where, where we're shooting this now the last time i went to go see them let's see uh april so i would say february we last saw them and I mean, now we're looking at July and nothing, you know, they haven't wow. called they haven't nothing, you know? Wow. Um, so, um, so yeah, they, they, unfortunately, you know, I, I think from my experience, can't speak for, for everyone. Once I think doctors and colleges hear that you're going holistic, rather like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And they, they kind of move on. Uh, they really don't want to have anything to do with you. It's unfortunate. Um, I've I've actually heard this before, so it's not uh, it's not this you know thing that rarely happens, and it's it's very unfortunate and something I think needs to be brought to um, the medical world's attention that this yeah. is not okay. This is not okay, huh? Yeah. So, um, where are you then today? Yeah. So today, uh, I'm I'm on the Glee Act. Been on it since. Um, you can say the the, the first of May uh, mm-hmm. of this year, 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, my body's been responding to it very well. Um, blood work's been doing well. And that's another thing with the the un- oncologist that um, the second one we saw that mm-hmm. I was just telling you about, mm-hmm. uh, who he just kind of disappeared after he found out he went to go holistic route. They never did any blood work. Wow. <laughs> They never did any blood work. The most they would do is CT scans, um, but they never did any blood work. But uh, but now again, we're, we're with another oncologist okay. um, that's actually in the same department of uh, my client that mm-hmm. actually did the sur- surgery, and, uh, and 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 he's great. They're great. Um, they're really really good. Um, so I'm glad you you've actually found someone that will work with you, and uh, because you know, you're dealing with a cancer diagnosis, you certainly, you need that in your corner. You don't want someone who, um, you know, doesn't care. Yeah, basically. definitely. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so <clears throat> we have a limited time to finish up this interview, but, I mean, this is amazing what you've been through, and you're still very strong and positive and all of that. And like I said, I need to get you back on to sort of talk about some of those treatments you did and the experiences you had. But what um, for someone who's going through this right now um, and struggling and having a hard time, what what would you share? What one tip would you share with them to um, help them develop the strength or whatever it is to to get through this? Or maybe it's not cancer, but for them, their cancer. What what would you share? Sure, and I can only I can only speak through my experience, and this might not, you know everyone may not receive this but for me um god has you here for a reason and a purpose 
Um, and sometimes, you know, negative things or unfortunate things happen in life in order to get your attention, in order to, for you to learn to grow from it. Uh, it can be painful when it happens while you're going through it, but it, it, there's a process. And if you think about it more times than others, you learn from failures or you learn from challenges. You don't learn from really winning because right. you won. <laughs> um, so these things happen for a reason. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to digest it when it happens, but there, there's a lesson in it. Um, there's, you're, you're going to come out of it a stronger person. Um, you know, uh, and sometimes you need, you need that lesson. You need those skills, you, whatever it may be in order to get to the next level for uh, the plan that God has for you in, in your life. But everyone's got a plan. You're, you're here on earth for a reason. And you have to realize that um, you do have a plan. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to put this, um, that you can, God's going to, uh, use you. Um, okay. God wants to use, I'm trying to put it so everybody understands, but God wants to use Put you. it the way you want to put it. Don't worry. Put the way I want to put it. Okay. okay People will right. get what they need to get. Okay. All right. So everybody, God's got a plan for you. Right. Um, and I hate to say this, but when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. The thing is, I think when people get scared, of things like when they get diagnosed with, you know, cancer, whatever, whatever bad news it is, is because we think we have control of our lives, mm -hmm. but we really don't. <laughs> we really don't. Uh, these things happen and it's just a reminder that you don't have control. Anything could happen to you at any time. It, it, it might not be cancer. It might, you might get hit by a car. You might, whatever. And you might, a terrorist attack may happen, whatever it may be. Um, so you have to think, and the reason why I say this is that God has kept you through all the things that could have happened throughout your life. Now you just have to believe and understand that he's going to get you through this too as well and have faith that he is going to get you through it and that he has a plan for you and that this is just a part of the plan for you to grow in order for him to use you for whatever the grand scheme is in life um, that he has for you. Um, and, and everybody's journey is different. Yeah. Some people will get cancer. Some people won't get cancer. You know, some people might have death in their family. Some people, you know, won't. Whatever it is, it's all a part of the plan. It's just a part of you. It's just a part of life for you to grow um, yeah. so that you become a better person. And, and that's what I held on to. Uh, you know, I, there are many other situations in my life where God could have snatched me and that could have been my last day. But, you know, I, I reminded myself that, no, he's kept me here despite the car accidents, despite, you know, this, whatever it might've been. Um, so he's going to get me through this too, as well. This is just a lesson. And I look back at what I've learned over the past 12 months, who I've, who I've become, how changed. And I said, okay, yeah, this had to be a part of the plan because, you know, I wouldn't be who I am now if this didn't happen 12 months ago. Um, so it's just a step to, um, you know, for the, me to take the next step in the plan he's got for me. So that, that's what I've held on to. And that's what I would encourage others to. to and really there was a lot, a lot in that, that uh, many people can get something from. Um, there's, it's often said that, you know, 
everyone will die, right? We often don't think about it, but, but that's yeah. the truth. We all will. But the question is how many of us will really have lived, right? Mm, so yeah. um, sometimes these types of things kind of um, get us to start living because we, we, we're in touch with our mortality. You know, it's that awareness that, wow, okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, that happens sometimes. Um, I am glad you're doing better. I'm glad you found a better team for you. Yes. As I said, it's really such a shame that, that some of my colleagues operate this way, but I've definitely heard patients say this before. Um, and I think for oncologists, I really would uh, love for them to watch this because, I, you know, sometimes you don't, you're not aware of what you're doing, and this is a group of people who really need to be sharing um, news in a proper way and having good bedside manners because you're dealing with uh, this type of diagnosis on a daily, daily basis. Jonathan, please share again with our audience where they can uh, reach you to uh, partake of some of your services for the yeah. entrepreneurs out there. Yeah, sure. So um, www.pdrwebsolutions.com, that's uh, my company's site. Or you can go to my own personal site, uh, Jonathan Pasley, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-P-A-S-S-L-E-Y. Dot com or if you're on social media whether it's Facebook Instagram um, you can uh, just my my handle my uh, um, uh, username is Jonathan Passley just put that in you can pull me right up uh, and I'm also on YouTube too as well so um, again Jonathan Passley I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll pop right on up so you have several ways to to connect with me awesome and I will make sure that information is also on my website which is drdianethompson.com. That's D-R-D-I-A-N-E-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N.com. Thank you so much, Jonathan. You have to come back, though, to talk okay, about, definitely. yeah, because I definitely want to talk about the alternative treatments that you tried and, and see what your experience was like. All right? Okay. Yeah, All right. Great. Wonderful All right. talking to you. Take good care. Thanks, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Have a bye. If you've missed any portion of this broadcast or would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, please join us on www.drdianethompson.com. That's www.drdianethompson.com. Remember, your health is your wealth. Have a great evening.